Howdy, folks, and welcome to the first interseason bonus episode of Unknown Friends. I'm not sure if I made up that word, interseason, uh, but it makes sense. I have multiple bonus episodes planned for the next several weeks between seasons one and two, so I think it fits to call those interseason episodes. Anyway, thanks for tuning in today, and as you probably already know if you're listening to this, I am your host, Rochelle Ferguson of Kitty Wham Productions. So, I am going to keep this bonus episode as short and sweet as I can, and yes, you understood the title correctly. I am simply highlighting my very favorite books from season one of Unknown Friends. So, I have reviewed 32 books on the podcast this year. Most of them I I recommended positively, some with reservations, some wholeheartedly. But once I wrapped up the season after 30 episodes, I realized I really needed to give a last word on which books I would most highly recommend from among all the works I've covered since April. So today I am sharing my three favorite books from season one, along with a few honorable mentions that I just couldn't leave out. Uh, even if you don't read any of the other books I've reviewed this year, I hope you put just the few books I'm highlighting today on your reading list. Um, they're works I plan to return to again and again in the future, and I think you'd find them um, deeply interesting and uplifting. So without further ado, actually scratch that, just a little bit more ado, um, before I get to my top three books, I have to state one qualification up front. So several of the books I reviewed this season were rereads, um, old, long-time favorites for me. And I particularly mean the four books I discussed by C.S. Lewis and Jane Austen. So that would be Till We Have Faces and The Great Divorce from episodes 1 and 30, bookending the season, and then Jane Austen's novels Persuasion and Sense and Sensibility. When I was narrowing down the list to decide which were my top recommendations from this year, I just had to set these four aside on their own, because they are always going to be some of my top recommendations. Um, C.S. Lewis, I've said many times, is my favorite author, and Jane Austen is up there in my maybe top five favorites. Um, their works are profound and enlightening in very different ways from each other, but I have learned so much and continue to learn so much from the works of Lewis and Austin that they are they are always going to be books I recommend. So honestly, if you read nothing else I discuss on this podcast, read C.S. Lewis and then read Jane Austen and then go back and read the same books again and then again, because if you do so with attention and with a mind open to be surprised and challenged, you'll get deeper truths with each reread. At least that's what I've found to be true in my experience. And last note, I also kind of uh, set aside the two works of nonfiction I reviewed on the podcast um, back in my special episode uh, number six, where I discussed A Praying Life by Paul Miller and Women of the Word by Jen Wilkin. Both of these books I thought were really excellent, and I, I definitely recommend them. Um, but when I was choosing my favorites from this season, I could not decide how to compare them against all the fiction I read. It was uh, like comparing apples and oranges. So I decided to cheat and just put these two in their own category 
and re-emphasize in this episode that I do recommend them both. Miller's book for anyone interested in renewing or even transforming your way of thinking about and practicing prayer, and then Jen Wilkins' book for any women who are looking for a practical and thoughtful guide to personal Bible study. So there we go. Uh, as you can see, I claim to be sharing my top three books from this season, but uh, meanwhile, I'm sneaking, or perhaps it's not subtle, I'm shoving several more recommendations in at the same time. Anyway, now, without further ado, the uh, reveal you've been waiting for, with bated breath, I'm sure. I will start right from the top with my favorite book of the year, my favorite book that was new to me this year, and that is Leif Enger's novel, Peace Like a River. I reviewed this back in episode 11, and I said then, and I say again now, if you choose to read only one book that I reviewed this season, except maybe C.S. Lewis, please choose this book. It's so good. Uh, I've already gotten several of you to read it, and I've heard enthusiastic responses from you too. So don't just take my word for it. Trust my listeners who've confirmed my love for this book. It is so incredibly wholesome and thought-provoking and true to life um, and <laughs> Midwestern and earthy and godly all at the same time. It's definitely a book I plan to reread many times. And so if you never heard my original review and you're interested, check out episode 11 to learn more about Peace Like a River. Uh, and then just read the book for yourself. You'll thank me. So that was my very favorite new book of the year, which was for me an easy choice. There was a bit of a contest for second place, um, but this decision came to me pretty quickly as well. The second of my top recommendations is Elizabeth Gaskell's Wives and Daughters. Now, Elizabeth Gaskell's storytelling is in some ways similar to Jane Austen's, and also similar to Charles Dickens's, another of my favorite authors, but... What impressed me most about Gaskell's writing specifically is the complexity and the realism of her characters. She crafts these subtly nuanced people in her stories that are so believable. Um, and because of that, their lives communicate powerfully to the reader. I just found myself intrigued by the multifacetedness <laughs> I think that's another word I just coined, of her characters. And and most importantly, the integrity and personal growth that you witness in the main characters, um, despite them having imperfections. Uh, they're very realistic. And so I felt like Gaskell offered, especially in the main character, Molly, uh, a really lovely role model for readers to imitate in their own lives. And despite its title, Wives and Daughters, I do think this is a book for both women and men to read. So don't be turned off by the title if you're of the male persuasion. Alrighty, so third place. Now this one was hotly contested. I tell you what, I went back and forth and back and forth with several different choices uh, competing for my third favorite book of the year. Um, and that's part of the reason why I chose to include a couple honorable mentions, because this was just such a hard call. My pick for my third recommendation from season one is Anthony Doerr's 
all the light we cannot see. Now, this book is one I recommended with reservations because A, it's not written from a Christian worldview, and B, it is heavy. Uh, not everyone will appreciate the tone and the the sometimes dark subject matter. Um, but I could not keep it out of my top three picks because of the skill of the writer. Anthony Doerr is a storytelling magician. And he does what remarkably few writers can do, and that is he crafts a captivating storyline with compelling characters, and he writes a killer sentence. Actually, he writes killer sentence after killer sentence. I'm serious. His writing style is like none other I've encountered before. Um, I read one reviewer say she would read the phone book if he wrote it. It's true. Uh, And I can tell you he doesn't write flowery sentences for the sake of being flowery. He writes the perfect sentences to convey the meaning and the mood he intends to convey. He, he's just a sublime communicator. And, and for that reason, I could not give All the Light We Cannot See anything less than third place. Yes, there were aspects of the story I didn't love, uh, mainly what I felt like was a, a truly tragic ending. But despite that, I know I will return to the book because it moved me so deeply and I learned so much, even just from Anthony Doerr's writing style. So there are my three favorite books that I met for the first time this year. Peace Like a River by Leif Enger, Wives and Daughters by Elizabeth Gaskell, and All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr. I said I would try to make this episode snappy, so I just want to wrap up my recommendations with three honorable mentions that all tempted me to give them third place, but didn't quite make it. I will just give them to you in alphabetical order. The Book of the Dun Cow by Walter Wangerin Jr., The Chosen by Chaim Potok, and The Magician's Elephant by Kate DiCamillo. Each of these books I see myself rereading, which to me is one of the tests of a really good book. Uh, If it's worth spending the time to read all over again and recall its details and unearth new layers of meaning. I won't try to go into the individual merits of these three books since I've already reviewed them in their own episodes, but uh, if you didn't hear my reviews and want to learn more, check out my earlier episodes to hear more about The Book of the Den Cow, The Chosen, and The Magician's Elephant. And that's all I have for you. I, I know since I review a new book every single week, it may get a little overwhelming if you're interested in reading some of the titles I discuss, but you aren't sure where to start. So I hope it's helpful to hear this uh, short list of my highest recommendations. Now, I would love to hear what your favorites were from season one. So feel free to email me at kittywam at gmail.com, or you can message me on Facebook or Instagram. I've linked to my social media in the episode description. Also, quickly looking ahead to season two, I am seeking input from you, my listeners. I am already planning my book review schedule for next season, starting in January, and I'm interested in any feedback you have to help me improve the podcast or make my reviews more relevant or interesting. So I have created a simple little uh, Google Forms survey, which is also linked in the show notes, and I would value any input you have. 
Uh, there are just 10 questions in the survey, all of them optional, so there's no pressure to answer uh, any questions that aren't relevant to your experience. But if you have a minute, I would love to get your feedback, so just click that link to the survey and you can fill it out in uh, three minutes or less. Thank you in advance for your input, and thanks so much for listening today. Again, I am Rochelle Ferguson of Kitty Wham Productions, and if you want to learn more about me or my writing, especially my new World War II-era Christmas drama that is being premiered in less than three weeks now, just head to my website, kittywhamproductions.com, or you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram to get regular updates. Keep on the lookout for more bonus episodes this December. 